Hey, Starks here. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. Welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're dynasty driven, uh, but we also give you that redraft flavor as well. And we're joined by Pulse Podcast Network. We're collaborating with Fantasy Pros with the rankings, rest of season rankings. So check that out on our content page of thefantasyunicorns.com. Subscribe, uh, give us a five-star rating and write a two to three word review for our podcast if you have iTunes. And Unicorn listeners, continue to spread the word to individuals as well about us. Um, I'm actually not joined with any unicorns this evening, afternoon, morning, wherever you may be. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and take off and jump right into it. So with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. Okay, so going through recent news here um, today is uh, one of the biggest news that came out here is uh, officially putting that big stamp on Boogie Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins starting is actually going to be inserted into the starting lineup January 18th. Now, let me go ahead and put a little bit of calls to pause there for individuals that a lot of um, fantasy GMs reached out to me about and just in general, uh, even in the NBA, he's going to be, you know, keep that in mind. He, he may be starting, but he's going to be on a minutes restriction. So don't expect him to come out guns blazing, with, you know, 35 plus minutes in his first you know, season appearance for Golden State. He may be hovering around. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they even had him out there 12 to 16 minutes. But I, I can actually see them playing around the mid, the middle, like middle teens. Uh, so I can see him playing between 15 to 20 minutes the first couple of games. So, you know, don't get too excited. But I would say this. I mean, if he's available in your league, I mean, obviously make the move. He shouldn't be in your league available, but you know if he is, go ahead and make that move. And I know um, I'll, I'll get to the listener questions because there was a lot of them that um, you know people GMs reached out to me about, and I'll jump into it in a little bit. But before we do that, um, I just want to touch up on a couple more things in the recent news. And is uh, Evan Fournier? Uh, wow, is this true? <laughs> Thirty-seven minutes, one point, one steal. Field goal percentage, 0 for 8. Wow. Wow. And to be honest with you, I've never been an Evan Fournier guy, but he's been proving me wrong the last couple of years. He's always been putting up like solid stats around like uh, he's what the, he was like a top 75-ish 100 player between the last couple of years. Um, this year, though, it's it's almost coming at a halt. I don't even believe he's not even in the top hundred this year. You know, he's in like the, between the 120, 125 range. Now in redraft purposes, he's more of a player that, uh, if you, if you're in a 10 to uh, 10 to 12 man league, honestly, in a 10 man league, yeah, he's unfortunately, I, I hate to say it, he's droppable. Ooh. And then a 12 man league, depending how deep your league is, he's possibly a droppable candidate too. I wouldn't just, um, go off of just this in general, but it does, it does show a lot of, um, it doesn't show a lot of confidence in this guy. You know, one thing I want to mention to you guys is that Fournier, another thing about him is, you know, a lot of things dipped for him this season versus last year. Uh, So the things that dipped on Fournier here, you know, from last year, he was shooting at 0.45%, close to 46% field goal percentage last year versus this year, he's shooting at a 0.426, 42% field goal percentage. So that has dipped, 
along with his free throw percentage, he's not going to the free throw line as much as he was last year. He was shooting at 86% at the charity stripe. Now this year, he's shooting at 70, or excuse me, 75%. You know, the threes are still there. His points also took a dip. Um, you know, in those those categories alone was his biggest strengths for this type of player. And, you know, honestly, because we're dynasty driven, if you have him, you know, he's not a droppable candidate unless obviously there's someone that has the upside and is at least playing particularly well that you can utilize um, from the free agency. But he is a player in a dynasty league. Unfortunately, you're caught to have him moving forward. So the next person that we want to jump into is uh, Larry Nance and recent news that, um, you know, his MCL sprain is going to be out for two to four weeks for, you know, the Cleveland Cavs. And, you know, what, who's that going to actually benefit the most on Cleveland? Surprisingly, you know, I think it's going to be more of a collective effort, but I want to see Zizic. I would like to see what Ante Zizic would do. You know, he had 20 minutes last game, uh, 10 points, four rebounds, two assists. And he shot efficient. I'm not necessarily saying he's going to be a person that is going to do much for Cleveland, but I like to look at those players that could potentially be something than they're not what they're not. So, and even Cameron Payne, he had a well, he had a pretty good game. He played 22 minutes, 16 points, and two assists. I'm not going to go out there and and jump all over him, but I mean, just keep and watch. There's certain players that you have to be on watch on. And I know Cameron Payne, as we mentioned on a couple episodes before, we just think, um, or in in, in general, we thought that he was going to be a good player. But just still, just keep your eyes out on on him. I'm not saying grab him, but just still keep your eyes out on him. All right. So another person we want to jump onto for the recent news here is uh, LeBron. I mean, we'll keep this short. He's out for a few more games, and they're saying he's out at least until January 16th. So, you know, the players for L.A., you know, just enjoy running them out there and hope for the best. And one player that, you know, me and Doc had talked about last episode was Hazonia, um, or it might have, excuse me, two episodes ago, Hazonia, because we were talking about the Knicks and their the bottom feeding teams in the East. And one thing about Hazonia is that he's finally got some burn or some opportunity, however you want to say it, uh, for the Knicks. And, you know, one thing that sticks out to me that, you know, I, I pay attention to is, you know, the opportunity and minutes that he's been getting. But as we know, in, in New York, it's not it's not fun being in New York because the rotations is obviously being played with and, and tamped with so much. But, you know, a few things that stuck out to me, though, is just he played on my, my understanding. He played by some some garbage time. But when he scored 14.7 rebounds and he had three steals, I mean, that's something good to see. You know, I'm hoping that he can get more opportunity this season. You know, his uh, minutes has been trending up a little bit. So just st- stay on watch for him. And honestly, if if you're in a redraft league, he's a, he's flyer worthy. I I will put a flyer on him and hope something out of it. Dynasty League, uh, if you have him, you know, and you probably wasted a draft pick on him, you just got to hold on to him. And if he strings some more good, decent games, hopefully that he can ride it out and then try to you know, trade him at that one at that point at some point in the season. The next person we want to jump onto is Andrew Wiggins. And <laughs> he dropped a 40 burger game. 40 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, one steal, one block. 
And uh, one thing that just sticks out to me is the free throw line when he shot 16 of 18 at the free throw line. If I can say anything about selling high, this is definitely a situation you want to sell high on. His usage rate has been jumping up. And I'm a, a advocate for uh, players that has a high usage rate. But in this situation, he's not the type of player that I want with the type of usage rate he has just because of the other ca- uh, categorical stats that he puts up. And, you know, he's shooting. This field goal percentage is straight. I'm not, I, I guess that's me being me to say it's garbage, but his, <laughs> his field goal percentage is not particularly well this season. He's shooting at .40 this season. And... Uh, his free throws seem like this this past week. Well, obviously after he had the sixteen for eighteen game shooting at point seventy seventy nine, but this whole season he's been shooting at the free throw line at point seventy three, close to point seventy four. And if a player for me, and this is here's your game genie code for for from Starks' perspective. If you like free throw percentage, you want certain players that is gonna that especially that has like a higher value uh, volume of, of free throw attempts. You want them to be in a high range in the 77 or above. He's not re- reaching that. You know, he's under that. And, you know, he's shooting at .73 this year. He's not a player that I'm particularly fond of. But, I mean, his name still carries value within itself. If you can take a GM for a ride, then do it. Package him with another player. Um and try to reach out for a top 50 type-ish player. You know, and you're saying, well, we'll start. Well, what kind of player? Okay, so Wiggins, for instance. You could just package him with, I don't know, Larry Nance, unfortunately. I know he's out, but just kind of a particular player like that. The value range in that. And to get more of a gauge on the type of players that we're rankings or rankings could be, you know, just jump on our website. We have the rest of the season rankings to help you guys out on our website. Um and then package up for for a, a two for one type deal if you can. But I know I've been it's it's, it's odd because I've been getting questions from um, listeners as far as they've been in more of like ten to twelve man leagues. I even had listeners you know talk and being in eight man leagues. And I'm not going to even downplay that. If you guys play in that leagues, that's fine. Just still you know ask us questions, ask a unicorn questions. So you know moving right along, um, he. I mean, like I said, just just sell him like hotcakes if you can. But if you're stuck with him, just just hold on to him. Uh, Dynasty League, you know, still same. Um, you just got to hold on to him and just hope for the best. But if you can trade him off of that, definitely do it. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the listener questions. And uh, this this is pretty I mean, this obviously this is always fun to do uh, for me because I, I, I just get an enjoyment in, in getting inside just to get, you know, a thoughts on you know, these GM's questions. So one of the questions from uh, Jeff Parde, um, I apologize if I pronounce your name wrong there, brother. Um, but the question was, you know, who do you guys project to be the players to pick or trade for now that will have a hot finish uh, to the season? So my pro- my projections on a player, man, that's, that's actually a good question. I didn't even have time to really look at it, but let me at least say this. A player to pick up, hopefully he's not, and I'm sure he's not, but Derek White is a player that I like to have on my team. Um, you know, he Doc has even mentioned him, you know, and the type of stats he's been putting up here the last couple of weeks. It's nothing to sneeze at and enough, it's not nothing to snooze on. You have to go get him if you can. You know, he has the potential to be a top 80-ish or better at the rest of the season. 
you know, and this is a player that was in a free agency available in a lot of leagues. That time frame is a lot. Uh, well, the time frame is a lot shorter now, or basically there's not really a long time frame anymore for him, you know, at this point in time. But if you can still get him, then do it. Um, and then for me, Triple J is another player that I want to at least highlight on. He hasn't, he's been having his, you know, roller coaster ride per se, but he's a player that can finish out strong for uh, Memphis. And if you can go buy him right now, then you go do it. No questions asked. And I mean, actually, I can, and that's another question I didn't even put on here. Someone asked me, you know, um, and actually, I'll save that to a, a different segment, but let me at least say it now because I'll probably forget. So I do apologize to, uh, you know, the, the audience there. So I'm going to have a segment about, uh, the boogie questions. But before I get to that, let me at least say this. I'll, I'll go ahead and put this question that was out there. This, this GM asked me, hey, do I drop Triple J to get boogie? I'm like, no, you don't do that. You do not do that. And I can understand the hype behind boogie right now. It's, it's fine to have, but Triple J is the player that you want to have, especially in a redraft league. We're dynasty driven. I'd rather have Triple J. Um, even in the dynasty league and that, you know, that's something we can talk about later on. That could be for future episodes. And honestly, I can understand that can go both ways, but I know the listener that asked me was in a redraft league when he asked me that. So I would be reaching to get or keeping triple J. I would not be dropping him for boogie. And I believe he must've been in the eight or 10 man league. So we're going to move right along to the next question. And it's a uh, E Blarson for, he had asked me here, um, you know, what side do you choose, Siakam and uh, Aaron Gordon or Tubog and Jimmy Jimmy Butler in Dynasty League? Oof. Um, for me, I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I know a lot of people is, is psyched about, you know, Pascal Siakam has the right. Everybody has the right to do so. He He's looking good out there. Um, but for me, I'm still in a Dynasty League. I'm still doing Tubog and Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Butler. And I know the um, listener had mentioned, you know, he's afraid that uh, Jimmy Butler, um, with his injury history, which is understandable, and just in general, he's just afraid to have him. I can, I'm fine with either side. This is not like a ride trade at all. It's a mutual, as Kevin would say, it's a mutual beneficially uh, beneficial trade. But I'm going to go with the the Jimmy Butler side and two bog. And my my logic is this: is that. If I want to ever trade Jimmy Butler, I, I believe in my heart that I can still get a little bit more value than what you're getting there. So we're going to move right along. And this is the unicorn boogie corner because boogie is all over the place and all over the map. Man, and I just got another question here. Wow. Let me see what this says. All right. So this <laughs> I guess this, this sits well with the boogie questions. Between Tristan Thompson and Willie Colley-Stein, who do I drop to pick up boogie? I'm dropping Tristan Thompson, man. And that's from uh, Weapons Books. Or, yeah, Weapons Books. Yeah, I would go ahead and drop um, Tristan Thompson for uh, to get Boogie, brother. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. So we're going to move right along there. And so we can, there's already, that it, it basically segs well to the unicorn uh, Boogie Corner. Well, this question from uh, L. Jefferson. He said, would you drop Rose for Boogie? Yes, in a heartbeat, I would do that. Um, Rose has been, 
it's hard for me to say this, but Rose has been good this year. Why has he been good this year? I, he's going back to Derrick Rose MVP. I remember when I was hearing that chant, and me and Kevin was talking about that pretty much when we first started doing the Unicorns podcast, which was it was great. It was great to hear the chants, but at the same time, it was it was ill in my just in my stomach to hear that and ear uh, ill in my ears. Uh, the next question from uh, Little Jobin. Uh, his question is, uh, okay, out of these players, who am I dropping for Boogie? Am I going to drop Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns, Drummond, Double T, or Double T? Anyone for Boogie? Yeah, you're going to drop Tristan Thompson here. Um, you can't drop Jokic. Cat. I, I, I get it, man. I, I guess maybe for the reason why you asked that question is because those are just all big men. So I'm assuming that you had to drop a big man and maybe you had a limit on big man. Cause I know, I think ESPN has those type of leagues where you can't, you have a, uh, excuse me, you have a big man limit with four centers or something of that nature, even five. I'm sure you can obviously, you know, make the edits there. But from what I remember with ESPN, I typically like to do Yahoo leagues, but it's definitely preference driven, but obviously we, we're going to start doing um, fan tracks a little bit as well too, to kind of mix it up. It's not a it's not a problem, you know. So the next question here is um, for Boogie again. This should be the last question for Boogie, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. So am I gonna drop a Baca or Nurk or my or or Harold or Aiton for Boogie? Um, am I gonna drop a Baca, Nurkic, Montrez, Harold or Aiton for Boogie? No, brother, I'm not. That's none of the above. I'm not dropping any of those people for Boogie. Um, and I'm just going to just assume your league is I would like to see your roster, honestly. And I, I, I believe I could probably find maybe a better player to drop for Boogie. But to be honest with you, with this team, maybe you can't. You Maybe you really can't drop anybody on your team. Your team is probably just stacked like that. But for me, I, I, I wouldn't. If you had an itch, you really had a bad itch and you wanted to make the move. Maybe Ibaka, but I wouldn't honestly like again, I wouldn't drop any of these players for Boogie. All right. So with that being said, we're, I'm actually recording while games are going on right now. I do apologize, guys, that a lot of people or, you know, the, the unicorns are not here this evening. Um, but let me just touch base on uh, the 30, the, the, the clarification on the 30 man league. There's actually going to be this is going to give the opportunity for more GMs to get in. So. I'm glad that, you know, the opportunity presents itself because I know there is more people that wanted to get in. So there's going to be um, a 30 man. These are all listener leagues and obviously with experts. There's going to be a 30 man free competitive league and there's going to be a 30 man buy in league. Again, as you guys know, I'm not a gambler. I won't be in the buy in league. Um but, you know, you guys can feel free to get in that. I will be in the free competitive league. And honestly, if it's if it's for me, like as far as like charity or something of that nature for um, for let me say for even for that league, I, I probably might still play. But I'll that's still to de- still to be determined. But obviously, the unic- the rest of the unicorns are going to be in it. Kevin, uh, Doc, Jesse, uh, Pat is going to be in it, you know, uh, Mike is going to be in them. So all I believe they're going to be in both leagues. So that's perfectly fine. Um, you guys are going to get the, the best of both worlds. If you want to join both, 
do it, you know, or if you want to do the buy-ins, I don't know what the buy-in cost is going to be yet. That's still to be determined as well. Just still reach out to me or any of the unicorns and, you know, we're, we're, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then I guess uh, I, I can talk about a, a couple more things as well, because uh, like I said, I'm, I'm recording while games are going on. Let's see what game is going on today. The game that's going on today and actually just finished was uh, Boston and Miami. And uh, Boston lost 99 to 115 uh, to Miami. Kyrie Irving had a good game, 22-5-5. excuse me, 22-5-5. So pretty much essentially how I break that down is 22 points, five rebounds, five assists, one block, one steal. And he shot efficient, 10 for 19. Six, uh, he, he jacked up six three-pointers, only made two. Um, and then who else? Everybody else had a relatively decent game. Well, let me at least highlight on Marcus Smart. Oh, man, he's he's been underrated this year. And I, I honestly feel like he's been he hasn't really been appreciated. You know, in, in deeper leagues, he shouldn't be available. I, I I remember seeing him available on so many waiver wires here like the last few weeks. And I mean, I, hopefully that's changed, but he's still under owned, under owned by in 50 percent leagues. He's only owned even well, at least for Yahoo. He's, he's only owned 42 leagues. Or excuse me, forty-two percent, and that's that's really that's really sick to me because one thing you have to mention, obviously, his field goal percentage is not the best. That's fine, you know what you're punting at that point, but the assist and steal rate, and a couple threes, oh man, I'm all over that. So he had a pretty good game, um, and then let's just jump real quick on the Miami side. Oh, we actually let me go back. So Gordon Hayward, okay, after he's been he had that one good game. He played, he had 20 minutes and he's, gosh, man, I, if you're, okay, let me just show some compassion for you guys that have Gordon Hayward. I'm so sorry that if you have him, I apologize that you do. I actually wanted to get him this year, but he went higher than, uh, in a lot of my leagues. He went like in the sixties and seventies. And honestly, I thought I could maybe get him and squeeze a value out of him, maybe in the eighty or nineties. And that didn't happen. He was he was snapped up in a lot of my leagues because I thought honestly he was going to be like a the worst maybe. Well, I think I thought he was going to be like a seventy five ish type player this year. But as we mentioned, you know, a couple episodes and even recently, it hasn't hasn't been that way at all. And to come off the bench with twenty minutes with six points tonight, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be, one rebound and four assists, it just doesn't bode well for me, man. It, it sucks. And then he didn't have any steals or blocks either. So we're just going to jump right into uh, the Miami side of things. And, uh, man, Winslow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Justice Winslow. I don't know, man. This is, this is, this is, I don't even know how to put in words. I, this is still a sell high guy, uh, still a sell high guy, guys. So I, I just want you guys to dial up the jams, at least in a dynasty league, all the dynasty leagues that you're in. See what you can get for him. If you could get a top 50, top 40 player, you need to do that immediately. Redraft League, I guess you could say, hey, enjoy the ride. But if you could still get even a better player, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. But let me just tell you the stats he had real quick. 13 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists. He didn't get any steals or blocks, but just that stat line, to, you know, flirt with the triple-double. That's that's special, man. And then Josh, my boy Josh Richardson had a good game. Not 18, 3, and 6. Um, you know, oh 
Waiters, oh my goodness. Waiters, 20 minutes, 8, 4, and 3. So one thing's about waiters that I want to say that a lot of questions, at least I can answer to the GMs that just kept asking me about waiters. Uh, waiters is not a player that I'm excited to try to get in the league. He's, he, that's a streaming spot, no matter, I don't care how deep your league is, just about, but no, let me take that back, because if you're like in a 30-man league, it might be a little different, but he's not a player that I, I would be trying to cash in my chips to try to utilize him in any, you know, any league, but for him to even get 20 minutes, I mean, that's fine, he's, whatever, he's jacking up a lot of shots, and then, bam, out of bio, just in, in deeper leagues, just keep an eye out on that, you guys got to always pay attention to the white side in a, a Bam Adebayo, Bam Bam Bigelow. Keep your eyes on Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> the reason why you got to keep your eyes on, so let me just at least show you this stat. 26 minutes this last game that just happened. White side, 21 minutes this last game. What is going on with the big men right there? So just stay, um, make sure you stay paying attention to that. That's always important to look at those type of minutes when something's looking a little fishy there. So in a dynasty league, if someone tries to poach him on the low, you better make sure that you get something in return or in vice versa. I would actually reach out to a GM that has Bam Adebayo, Bam Bam Bigelow and see what you can get or see, see what you, what type of package you can put and get him. I would actually look around and see what I can uh, formulate on my team to reach out for him. And I know for my style, that's what I like to. And this is going to segue to a question that actually sparked interest uh, to me. So so a question that was asked to me was, uh, you know, what's my biggest strength and weakness in fantasy? I, I think I mentioned this here in a, uh, probably around the beginning or even the middle of the episodes. One thing that my biggest strength is is trading with gems. Um that's my biggest strength. And when I make trades, I'm not really the biggest fan of everybody. You know, I am the villain and I don't like to be the villain. I don't like to become the villain because I, I at least try to be the nice person, but it doesn't always happen to be the right way. Anyways, um, that's my biggest strength is, is making certain deals. And sometimes, and I'll, I'll be honest, I don't make the best deals all the time, but I, I believe for... A, Okay, yeah, I don't I don't make the the best deals all the time, but the likelihood of me getting a, a the the better deal, I guess you could say it's uh it's, it's pretty good. You know, the unicorns will probably say it. it's 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 not bad. Now, uh, my biggest weakness in fantasy, oh man, there's a lot of things, but as you guys know, my competitive edge, just because I still like to play myself. I, I won't share too much with that, but one thing I will share is like my drafting. My drafting is all right. It's par. It's a little bit above par. You know, I, I believe that's Kevin's one of Kevin's strongest suits of his drafting uh, ability, along with the other unicorns. Um, so with that being said, yeah, you know, I appreciate that that question. So moving forward, guys, um, it's been fun. I know that we're going to have uh, a guest here pretty soon, and we're going to actually have some we're working on getting some 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 decent, you know, I actually wouldn't say decent, some pretty good guests that you guys are going to be looking forward to, the listeners as well, that you're going to be accustomed to. Um, I know there's going to be a, a person from uh, Thrive Fantasy that I will we'll talk about. If at least let me share this again real quick with you, you guys, because I am a faith believer and I don't gamble. 
I will play just like in like free type of DFS for fun. And if they give like incentives of that, that's fine for me. But I just don't invest and put money into that just because of my faith. And I'm not going to ever deteriorate anybody from gambling in general. So, you know, if that's something you do, then absolutely. So, you know, they they promote DFS. So there's going to be someone on our podcast that we're going to uh, pretty much interview and kind of give you guys shed light about, you know, if you want to, you know, if basically shed light to that. Um, as far as DFS goes, and I'll be asking them questions, and hopefully we get our guy Jesse back. He was in like the first two episodes, or yeah, the, yeah, the first couple episodes. So it's good to have Jesse back, the unicorn, for that episode. So you know, with that being said, guys, um, I'll take my clutch shot, and my clutch shot is this: is uh, you know, continue guys to um, ask us questions, and uh, it's 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 a privilege to be a part of the unicorns and do this work to, to provide the good content as best we can. And just like had doc had mentioned, if you guys have any recommendations on, you know, what you would like to hear on the podcast or even in our articles, you know, reach out to us or, you know, shoot me a message, you know, I'll look into it. I'll definitely look into it. I have no problem doing that, you know? Um, and I think that's really, that's really about it. But let me take my clutch shot, my clutch shot tonight, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you may be is, uh, I want to just say that uh, it's been an honor to have, uh, what's his name? <laughs> just kidding, Pat. It's been an honor to have Pat, you know, doing the, the artwork uh, for the website. It's really appreciated. I'm, I'm grateful that you put up such a good work and to help our website up and you're putting the hard work into it. I thank Mike for doing the really good streaming content for the site. Thank you, uh, Doc, for the things that you're doing as well. You know, you're making, you're pretty much the fine tune of the engine that's kind of going under, under the radar and appreciate it. And obviously Kevin, man, you're doing great brother. Um, yeah, this got, this got real soft. I guess I can, I can have, have a soft moment because these guys are not on. Uh, but Kevin, yeah, I appreciate you, man. You, you're doing a great job, man. Uh, leading, leading the way with the hard work that you're doing. And I appreciate you opening up the website for us and, uh, you know, letting us pretty much be creative and, and do our own thing. So the fantasy combat results, uh, for this past Wednesday, I guess that's going to be kind of my, my wrap up for the clutch shot. And Jesse, I appreciate you, man. I don't, don't think I didn't forget about you. I appreciate you, you know, the hard work that you do when you contribute to the DFS. Cause you're a person that nails it. A lot of the times you got a high percentage rate <laughs> and we got we need to figure out that percentage rate. Once we get a percentage rate, we'll actually help more people to to do what you do, man. We thank you for that. Um Oh yeah, so the fantasy combat, the the final results were in. And it looks like <laughs> I don't know, you know, excuse me. I know a lot of people have that mentality to think, oh man, Kobe is better than the LeBron James. Like LA, it, and honestly, it's like I didn't want to write up that matchup. But like I said, listeners, if you want to see a present time player versus a player uh, of past time, present and past time player, and it seems formidable, I'll put those players up and just be expecting you're going to see some goofy matchups too. That's going to happen too. And uh, that LeBron and Kobe. It, I, it, when I started writing, it, I just felt like, man, it, it just feels like it's going to be a, a landslide going back and forth. 
and it and it, and it did and essentially but as i was doing a little bit more investigating although i had mentioned it's, it's a landslide for for lebron james to be better than kobe to be honest with you it's i'll just put it in this perspective i did that for the fantasy basketball realm so it was an easy call real life nba i'm going to let the 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 those fans including myself to every listener you could put your opinion on it you know, but I it honestly even in the NBA it may it may still even still be LeBron James in the NBA, but fantasy basketball, that's LeBron. He's he's a a a, a cat or a, st- a stat filler, and he's filling up all the cats just about. You know, so read the article if you missed out on it. Again, every Wednesday we're gonna have um, a fantasy combat, a fantasy basketball combat match. Stay on the lookout for that. Stay on the lookout for the streaming. Um, specialties that Mike puts out for you guys, you know, make sure that you uh, ask him questions too. And, uh, you know, as well as Doc and uh, Kevin, they're they're bringing up stuff. And then obviously like Doc had, you know, finished up the punting series. I know there was a GM that asked me about punting today. Like, dude, man, I can help you, but you gotta, (laughs) you just gotta go on the website. You know, I don't mind helping all the listeners that ask questions, but our website, there's a lot of good information on there and we're just getting started. You know, we're definitely just getting started. But if you want to still ask me questions, I'll do the best I can to get to those those questions as quickly as possible. We enjoy the listeners. At least I do, you know. Um, so with that being said, Kevin, Kevin just had a, a, a streaming of the week, pretty much article, which was well. And he's putting in a lot of work. So if you guys could do this, you know, when you get a chance, just reach out to him and say, thanks for starting unicorns. Maybe that might cheer him up a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. He's fine. (laughs) So with that being said, guys, um, it's been, it's been fun and I appreciate you. Um, grateful to have you guys to be a part of this. And with that being said, take a ride.